I always wanted to do that. Welcome, everybody, to this simulcast edition of the Ham and Spam Retro Review and Talker Go Home. I am Clint Thompson, and to my immediate right is one Nicholas Wilson. You know, it's been a while since you have brought us in, I, and I haven't. I think the last time I brought us in might have been the last simulcast that we did. Really? So, yeah. yeah. I don't remember how long ago that was. Uh, Smoking yeah. the Bandit. That's right. It was Smoking the Bandit. Smoking the Bandit. The Bandit. God, so. that, that was... That seems like well, that forever seems like years ago. Because it kind of was uh, in real time. So, yeah. Uh, just a little backstory. Uh, <laughs> Hammy has has fractured his ankle. And I don't is... care that you've broken your elbow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hammy has fractured his ankle and is having a very difficult time getting around. So, unfortunately, we, were, we had to take a two week hiatus real quick. But. We knew that we needed to get something out, and I was kind. Of, I was. I asked Nick to join in with us, and he was kind enough to uh, to jump in. And we said, "Hey, it's been a while since we've done anything with Talker Go Home as well. Let's just do a simulcast." And I said, "Hey, I'm fine with that." So here we are. We're going to talk about retro stuff and then go home. So yes, exactly. Um, and in the theme and the spirit of things, uh, I kind of brought up the subject of kind of Halloween movie esque stuff. Yeah. So. We're going to kind of touch on some um, traditional Halloween movies and themes um, and just kind of talk about them for a little bit. And it's funny that you bring this up because one of our buddies that we work with, he went and saw the most recent Mm -hmm. addition to the Halloween franchise, Halloween Kills. Right. And described it to us in our meeting that we had. Yeah, he did. And he said uh, the latter part of the title speaks for itself. Said it was very gory. Not Not a great movie, but if you want to go see people get, you know... Mutilated in in various ways. It's very good for that, and we're not going to spoil it. Neither one of us have seen it. I, well, I You've, went online and read the you plot. You hammied it. You hammied it and read the plot. So and I hate it when I do that. But when he told me that there was there wasn't a lot of plot to yeah. it, I'm like, okay, then I'm not going to waste my time and see it in theaters sure. anyway. Sure, it see, is streaming on Peacock though. Oh, is it? It is. It's I streaming might, on Peacock. I might check that out because we have Peacock. You um, have Peacock? Yeah. I can't remember then why we, we need to Peacock. watch it on Peacock. I have Peacock for Good the WWE Peacock. Network because the WWE Network went down. It's on Peacock now, and it just so you're telling me we could watch this movie right now. We could watch this movie right now, but I don't have time wow. to watch this movie because right now my wife is mad at me. Yeah, and she'll hear this when she's driving to work tomorrow. So so hun- she'll know, honey. I love you. This yes. is the other thing I had to do real quick. <laughs> You've done th- you've done a lot of things today. I have, I have. We just got out of a meeting. Uh, two, two actually. meetings actually. Yeah, <laughs> both of us were in two very different meetings. Well, yeah. semi-related, but semi-related, but very different. Yeah. yeah, different ends of the spectrum. Very different ends of the spectrum. So, uh, but yeah, so you know, Halloween. Fun fact here about Nick Wilson. Are you ready for this fun fact? I love fun. Brought facts. to you by Anchor. You're gonna. Uh, here, I guess. Well, we can't say that on the Hammond Spam podcast. That's but, fine. You know, I'm sorry. I'm That's I'm, I'm taking up ad space on the Hammond. Fa- no, no, Hammond no. Spam it's podcast. not ad space because we don't put any ads on there. Well, but what about Bob's Buick? Buicks. Well, Bob's Buicks. Bob didn't renew for this last. <laughs> one. <laughs> he didn't renew his sponsorship. So when Hammy and I did the um, cruising trilogy, we were supposed to do a Bob's Big Buicks, but we couldn't. We couldn't get together on a commercial. In enough time before the episode aired, because we were kind of on a timeline, because the newest cruising game came out for the Nintendo Switch. So, uh, just the way it all scheduled out, we weren't able to do it. But we had one plan. It was going to be really, really funny. Well, if you're looking for a Buick, <laughs> hey, you Scott, know where to go. Bob's Big Buicks. <laughs> so, but uh, Hammy, yeah. we miss you, buddy. Get, we get well. Get well. Yeah. I, I I don't like doing these uh, Ham and Spam podcasts with Nick. <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. <laughs> Gee, you know what? I'm just going to walk out of this room right now. Like, I mean, I, you know, it's one thing to shade somebody when they're not there. You just, you just like threw shade at me to my I'm, face. You know, I'm playing with you, Nick. I love no, you you're not. I know no. you're. I, I know you're actually no, being don't serious. Don't even go there. I know you're actually being serious. Um, Dave is going to listen to this and go, "Well, why wasn't I invited?" You know, he is because you told me that he nope. said the next time. Yeah, I know. I did. Okay. But, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and say what I told you. But it's a ham and spam, though. Well, yeah, but go ahead and say. He what said I, the next time we got together, to record a call, and he would come over. So I thought we were going to get get to one yesterday. Yes. but I got too busy, and you got too busy. So yeah, we I was, weren't able to I was do it yesterday. In a dishwasher. And he said he didn't think he was going to be able to do it today. Well, I got a text message today that he said, "Hey, this thing that I had to go do, I'm not doing it. Let me know if y'all record." I said, "Well, we've got 
this meeting. Right. And then and that it spilled over. It spilled over into another meeting that I didn't know we were going to have, but it kind of happened because the well, pieces fell together. The people right. were there. And then, and then I asked you, I said, look, it's been two weeks since we've got an episode out. I really need to get one out. I don't want to get one out solo because it's not going to be a very good episode if it's just solo. I don't feel like solo podcasts are very, very no. good. Not so, unless sometimes. they're telling a story. Right, right. Because well, I listen to some solo podcasts, but they tell stories. Right, like, and, and maybe there's some interviews in there that kind of break it up, too. Like, I don't know if, if solo pod, like, usually a podcast you're going to have some sort of a guest on. And I feel yeah. like not so much a guest for our, our benefit when we have on, on Talk or Go Home, but I think more on, like, our side, you know, you can bounce things off of each other. It's interesting it to listen to the conversation. the conversation. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all about the conversation at that point. Well, you know, I really don't know where I was going with all that originally. Oh, we were talking about Murphy, then I got to get back to that fun fact presented yeah. by Anchor. So, <clears throat> yeah, the reason we didn't text you, David. <laughs> <laughs> this was very last minute. I mean, it, it was, it was literally 10 minutes ago. And and the time of day that it is, I don't feel comfortable texting you and asking you to, hey, get over here because it's supper time yeah. and you're probably with your girls. And Anyway, so kids, that's why kids. I didn't. Yeah, that's why I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to put you in a position where you had to say no when you or felt you like, felt obligated to say exactly. yes. Yeah. So right. anyway, because we really would have oh, loved absolutely. to have had him on because he's got a story he's got to tell us. Did I tell you that he's got a story? To no, tell us? you didn't. Save it for the podcast. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, it's about it's about. What was that with the pictures you sent yesterday? By the way, because at one point I was I was putting a line or I was wiring up a dishwasher. Yeah, you were on the floor. Weren't I was you? on the floor, yeah. so I just took my phone out, took a picture, and then sent it back because y'all all so sent pictures. So he and I talk about some some of the ways that we relieve stress. Sure, and and one of those ways that we relieve stress is is by doing what we were doing in the pit. It's not it's not like graphic. <laughs> 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 keep going. Keep going. No, 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 no. This no, no, segment no, no, no. brought to you by. No, like, and because the audience can't see, like, I don't want to get flat. Anyway, I don't want people to know I smoke cigars. <laughs> Guys, y'all don't, y'all can't see the behind the scenes because he was trying to go with I was doing something and then he held up like he's smoking a cigar and he's like, I was doing something, but you don't need to know what it is. And he's like, man, I got to tell what it is because now it can be, you know, there's so much innuendo oh, now. God. Like, like, you know, I, I smoke cigars. Okay. That's it. It's not like it's a, you know, I like. Don't go any details. <laughs> I smoke cigars. Yeah, I do. Anyway, I was trying to, to I didn't want, because, you know, there are some, anyway, there are people I've that listen to this, this podcast. That, I have missed this. That I. You know that that you know me know. on a professional basis, right? And you in don't want school them to know. as a coach and as a teacher, yeah. And I didn't really want them to know, but he to heck with it, because I was about to go down a a, a huge, rabbit trail that was going to be so much worse. <laughs> anyway, so <clears throat> I smoke cigars, yeah. and he and I have talked about that, and right. that's why he sent that picture, and I responded because he tells me that every time that he. You know, he, he talks about when he does that, right. and, and it's when he's on a lawnmower, and right. for whatever reason. Anyway, anyway. Um, and so that's that was the bit. And we have a group text, myself, Clint, and David, and it's called, called the, the Talker Go Homers. The Talker Go Homers group chat. And Which is funny, because I listened to the previously, uh, previously released episode before today's episode come out, and we were actually talking about that, because you yeah. and I were discussing what we're going to call well, ourselves. And we were like homers, and then I made a course of Simpsons reference. And yeah. anyway, though, though, yeah. Um, so, uh, so by the way, the newest episode of Talker Go Home is out today. Because um, well, not when y'all are listening to this, because this will be the newest. But well, maybe not. Who knows? Who knows when you're going to listen? Yeah, to this episode? I don't know when you're. You could listen to this episode, but Ham and Spam, you're going to listen to it today. Now. So go listen to. The new episode from Talker Go Home. Featuring Drinking Upstream or Drink Upstream? Drink Upstream. Drink Drink Upstream featuring David Murphy yes. is the title of the latest one. Yes. Uh, that came out today. So, yeah. Funny, funniest line in the whole bit are limes, lemons, or are lemons, limes. I don't think I've listened. I don't think I've listened all the way through. Because that was a while ago that we recorded that one. Yeah. And I got to listen to that one like, again. I was listening to the, the one previous, 
And Carrie's like, didn't we listen to this on the way to Florence? We had to think for us, Florence was before the season. It was like in June. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, so we listened to the raw unedited because you sent me the file. Yeah. And uh, we were listening to the raw unedited version of everything. And she's like, I've already heard this episode. I'm like, how? She's like, well, we listened to it here. So, oh, okay, that's right. But so, see, I forget. Yeah, the, I, you know, forget. I forget. I forget this com- that conversation. I forgot that line and how funny it was. I did too. Until that's the we one saw where, it. Is that the one where we told uh, David how to ripen an avocado in the oven? <laughs> I think it is because you mentioned avocados. <laughs> that sentence is funny, but yeah, I think it is. <laughs> okay, is that is that the episode where we talked to him about his uh, baking skills? Yeah. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> hey, let's get back on course here. So, so what were we talking about? Okay, so that's why anyway. <laughs> that picture thing happened. And then back to the whole presented by Anchor situation. So, fun fact. Yes, we're trying to get back on topic. I've noticed that we do that a lot. We do that a lot. But that's okay. Those, the audience hangs with us. Those day, well, We assume they do. All dozens and dozens of our listeners on dozens both Dozens and dozens. Maybe one day hundreds and hundreds. Uh, maybe. Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. We're going to give them more credit than they're due, I think. Yeah. Or giving maybe. us more credit. See, you know, Facebook started know. this new thing where you can listen to podcasts through pay, uh, Facebook through Facebook now. directly, yeah, directly. And, so and, and that's the I way it is on our they, page. Are, is it? Yeah. Well, you just we just did. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Oh my <laughs> gosh, did, we just well, we I just know, used I the feature. Know, <laughs> I didn't know if you could see the numbers of that through. Yes, it it, through it, it still works. Yeah. Okay, so I don't yeah. know through what what. So we you use. can listen to a podcast on Facebook in the Facebook app well, as you're scrolling through Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. But you could, in in its defense, you could do that with Apple Podcasts too. Yeah, but you don't have to leave the app. Right is the whole. That's that's Facebook's big deal is you don't have to leave the app. And so on our Facebook page, Talker Go Home, you can listen to our episodes and Hammond Spam up to date as soon as they come out on Facebook. Okay, cool. So anyway, uh, back on topic again. My parents' <laughs> first date was the original Hall- Halloween. Oh, really? Okay. Fun fact. There you go. That is that, that is. would have been nineteen eighty three, two, three. I don't know. Use your smartphone. Um, they no, not the movie. The oh. date. I want to say eighty two. Mama well, just graduated high school. Still would have been the movie, right? Well, I think the movie came out in like the late seventies, seventy eight or seventy nine. Oh, it was like a re release or something, or just like a. Well, no, they were just on TV, and they just. Oh, okay. It was one you're of those deals. TV. Okay, never yeah, mind. No, they didn't mind. go to the movie theater. They watched it at Dad's house. I got you. Yeah, I got you. I think Halloween was nineteen seventy eight. The original. So if if I give you, I don't know if I give you from the start of sound in motion picture, which yes. would be what the thirties, the twenties, maybe. If I give you from then. All the way up till 2006-ish. Yeah. Give me some of some of your top favorite. Let's do it this way. Give me some of your favorite genres of, of scary movies. It was 78. Slasher films. No Slashers. Doubt. Slashers I love. See, that's that's where I'm at. Like, but, it, but it's weird, though. I won't watch it if it's a... If it's a cheesy... Yeah. Just, you know... Just gory to be gory. Yeah, like I want plot. That's why the original Halloween is so good. Right. And there are a lot of movies in that series that aren't. A whole lot. I'm not going to throw shade. The first three were specific. really good. See, the fir- to me, the first the first one is you're never going to get any better than that one in terms of horror films. No, but like... The second one was good, but after that, okay, I'll But see, like off. in the first one, and, I'm, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I might be getting my... I am. No, I'm thinking of Jason. I'm thinking of the first Jason, Friday the 13th. Because it wasn't, yeah. Jason wasn't really the one that was doing all the killing. It was his mother, yeah. technically. So I'm getting my I get my movies mixed up. But yeah, I'm the same way. I, I like spoiler. the the slashers. Spoiler from 40 <laughs> years ago almost. Well, yeah. Um, I'm more into the slashers. Like, and you and I kind of started having a phone conversation of this. And this yeah. is this is why I just said, what led to this stop. episode, I think. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, look, just stop. We're, we're not going to talk about this. Move on, because this is a great podcast episode. And we do that way too often. We do. And, you know, well, like, like we said earlier, David's got a great story. And he was going to tell me the other day at work. But he said, I'm just going to wait. Or actually, I told him, you need to stop and wait until Absolutely. you come to the podcast to tell that story. Like, unless I need something from you from an informational standpoint, don't yeah, we don't really me. talk anymore. No, we don't. And I think it's because we want to save everything for the podcast. Yeah, and you know, Rhett and Link have talked about this on Ear Biscuits. 
really that, that all their that good stuff that. is between them and they freak because once it's out it's like toothpaste you can't put it back in you can't exactly. recreate yeah. it yeah because hammy and i've done that so many times where we will try to talk about a game prior to and say hey i want to make sure we cover this and he's like oh yeah i didn't get to that part so, oh this is what happens this is what happens and you get into the thing and you're like yeah you remember that part yeah okay and then like the, the conversation <laughs> the magic isn't there yeah right yeah so there, there's magic in realizing where the conversation is going and what's just happened in real time in real not, time not, yeah. not recreated yeah yeah but yeah slashers um not i'm not a fan of the the other genres like and, and what i mean by genres like vampire movies ghouls and monsters yeah like yeah i'm not big into those either like when i was a kid they terrified me like the movie really? yeah like the movie uh leprechauns yeah, like the original is like this freaking scary, man. That's just all it was to. It's like, that's like just what are they doing? It's just crazy. And what was the other one? Um, Chucky. See, I, it didn't really ever freak me out. I know some people that are really freaked out by that because Chucky, yeah. Chucky comes back around about every ten years. It seems like. Yeah, they try to revive the friend, didn't they? They've got another. They got a show coming out right now. That that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the it movie, like the original. I think See, I was the too original young. didn't do anything for me. Now the remake. Now the remake's been. Now, and I tried to cut good. it off at 2006, but yeah, it's hard not to get into some of these. I thought the remake. The remake was really good. I don't. I don't know so much about the newest chapter. Chapter two. Is that it? Chapter two wasn't bad, but it wasn't as good as the remake. Right. Um, Pet Cemetery. The original Pet Cemetery. Never seen it. Really? Nope. It was really. Good. You know the plot behind it? Yes. Okay. So it was really good. I didn't think the remake was all that great. That's just my opinion. There's a remake. Yeah, there was did one, not know that. Yeah, there was one uh, less than ten years ago. I did not know that. Yeah. So, uh, I like the Jason movies. They get way out there. Was that Jason X? Jason in space? Yeah. Like I couldn't care for that one. I didn't uh, know that, but I can believe that. Yeah. Like everything, please. Okay, all please. right. Okay, hold on. Special guest. Yeah, here we go. Featuring again. Hey, what's up, brother? Where you at? Hey, me and Clint are recording a podcast. You want to say anything like you did last time? Yeah, I wanted to say that I got to be all fair when I say what I'm getting ready to say. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Paul Hawk. Appreciate him calling in. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, even though we couldn't air anything he talked about, but okay. Yeah, yeah. He he. Yeah. Anyway, so what were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> Pet Cemetery. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. Okay. Um, Leprechauns. Chucky. Hellraiser. I've seen a little bit of it. So Hellraiser was one of those movies that I did not discover until college. And it's one of those that I'm sitting there watching with some friends and I'm going, okay, so this is the part of college where you get into some weird stuff. (laughs) You know, that's kind of where my mind was as I was watching that movie because I'm going, what? In the world, am I watching? So he, here's the thing. I mean, and, seriously, and this is going to be something that is a little maybe dated for you, but for our core with with the retro review, they're really going to understand. So I first learned about a lot of these movies from the rental store, your blockbusters and things. What are you like talking that. about? I experienced blockbuster and movie gallery in, uh, the, in their heyday. Uh, back, you mean. Did you you got to remember. You got to remember. I was six and seven and eight years old when Blockbuster was at its peak. I re- I remember what it was like on a you know, I like guess on I a just Friday think that you're younger than I, like than I really realized because I feel like that the heyday of that when it finally shut down, you would have been like eight. I don't know why I think that. I was like eight years old in two thousand and three. Blockbuster wasn't anywhere near shutting down at that point. Okay. Okay, were I, they? I, no, no, they were still they were still riding high because the DVD train was on point at that point because right. Netflix was still doing mail mail in stuff. Yeah, and then they started trying to do mail in stuff. Yeah. So anyway, so this is where I remember a lot of these these old videos and stuff from. I remember them from walking by, and you know, you used to have the display of the box. Yes. And then you had the plastic boxes behind them. Yep. The ones for rent. So I remember like Hellraiser. Like you see Pinhead. You know, you got this like Uncle Fester looking character with a bunch of pins in his face. And he's just like, okay, that's kind of creepy. Or uh, the Leprechaun. You know, he's got this little ghoulish Leprechaun or whatever. And 
Just just the pumpkin head. Do you remember? Have you ever heard of pumpkin head? I've heard of it, but never. There, there's one now. Now it starts getting. See, and that's the thing. A lot of those are kind of cheesy. Like there's one. Um, gosh, and there's some reactions to it on YouTube. Basically, it's like a. Uh, oh gosh, what is it called? Basically, it's a it's a it's a it's a dang turkey that goes on a killing spree for Thanksgiving. But it's like a horror movie. Like it's cheesy. That sounds really bad. Yeah, it, it like, is really bad. Wow. Um, but yeah, like uh, for me, how like, do you write a movie like that? I don't know. How how does a movie like that get produced? But let's let's not get on that train. Um, yeah, I'm I've got a question sure for st- you about a certain horror movie here in a second. I'm pretty sure it's straight to DVD. <laughs> some of those are. Um, Scream. Scream to me was always like my favorite growing up. Now. Later in life, I watched like the original Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, Friday yes, the Thirteenth, uh, Nightmare yep, on Elm Street. It. I don't think I've seen that all. The really? Way yeah. See, like the original was a really good concept, but just like with anything else, you know, it's Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, I Wes mean, Craven rode that rode that all the way. Yeah, as as up. long as he could. Yeah, he did. And same thing with Scream. Like there, Scream turned sc- into a comedy franchise. In my uh, opinion, in a little bit, but like it didn't help that scary movie came out, which is complete, which which really was, was even more just over the top, just <clears throat> stupid. They had Charlie Sheen in there at one point in the franchise, they didn't did. they? Yeah, they did. and I think they killed him off. Yeah, God. but yeah, like I, I like the original. The second wasn't bad, but I really liked the original. Like it really kept you guessing. It was really good, you know, suspenseful, and that's really what you look for in a lot of these kind of movies. Well, you know, the thing that's so magical about Halloween, I feel like, is that it, it it took itself, it took its story seriously. Right. And I think that's where a lot of these scary movies, it's like, okay, we're a scary movie, we gotta be scary. Hey, give me some story, too. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, when you talk about the latest installment of that franchise, Halloween Kills, the, the 2018 Halloween, mm-hmm. where... That movie, you know, basically acts like Halloween two through all the others. Didn't they make that one H two O? No, H two O was another one. Okay, but <coughs> Halloween, the twenty eighteen version, to me was really good because there was some story there. There was a good plot. It advanced the franchise. It it advanced the characters. You got Jamie Lee Curtis returning in her role as Laurie Strode. Which one was the one that was directed by Rob Zombie? I think it might have been H2O or one of those around that time okay. in the early to mid 2000s. Because I heard a lot of people say, oh man, it's going to be great because it's Rob Zombie. And it's like, it turned out not to be all that great. Yeah, it was, yeah. You know, guy, when y'all are looking at movies, look at who writes the movie. Because, you know, a lot of it depends on who writes the movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not just who directs it anyway. But <laughs> so that's, you know, a whole like, other see what deal, else they wrote. But, Exactly, and, and and see how good of a screen... Like, you know, Christopher Nolan's movies, yes, he's a great director, but he also writes all of his movies. Right. He he creates the story and then directs it into a visual medium. Anyway, so these horror films, a lot of them are just made just, you know, hey, let's throw some inappropriate body parts in there, some yeah. curse words, some gore, and we've got a movie. It's not, hey, well, then you put let's the, try to tell a story that Then that you put the sexual aspect people. into it, and I just, I, I, I really couldn't care any less about that. Now, they use, and that's like, I think that's why, the, why that original Scream was such a good, because they took all the stereotypes of those movies and made yeah. it, okay, well, you know, she's, you know, she's the one that kind of gets around, you know she's going, she's, you know, She's going to end up dead. Well, she's the goody good girl. She's going to be the name, main topic of the story and blah, blah, blah. Like, and then it's kind of took that stereotype and really made you think, huh, okay, that's, you know. That's that originated with Halloween. Right. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, you look at a lot of your scary movies, at least your slasher films, mm-hmm. do incorporate the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Because that's the audience the movie is trying to reach. That's the audience the studio and the production company want to reach and sell to. And so they're trying to make these coming of age stories in a in a scary kind of a way. And that's why you have a lot of the a lot of the sex and a lot of the teen drama and a lot of the, but, the stuff that comes with that audience. But 
and you can correct me if I'm wrong or agree on my opinion on this. As we get older in a society, movies and TV shows and cartoons and anything else associated with it get dumber and dumber and dumber because they are, like you said, they're selling to the younger kids and the younger kids aren't, they're more focused on their tick. They're they're mo they're more focused on their TikTok and their two minute videos. So they try to get the the real catch of the movie in a very short time, and there's no plot. A la Halloween Kills, a la a la Godzilla and Kong. You know, yeah. if you go for a plot for Godzilla and Kong, you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong yeah, building. That's not now. Yeah. If you're in it for a giant lizard and a giant monkey fighting it out, it's a great movie. There is a plot, but it's definitely backstage to the to the right to the and, and like, the two and, and that's just that's monsters. why you see so many remakes. I don't think there's a whole lot of original ideas anymore. Not saying I, I think there are. They're just they don't get marketed like the right. remakes do, right? Because the the, the studio already been successful. The studios know, know they can invest the again. money into the remakes, and the remakes are going to return immediately. You know, you've got you've got a lot of you know like uh, directors like Wes Anderson making really cool movies that don't get promoted as much and even his movies you can't really say are independent because they've got a studio behind them mm-hmm. but they, they're not going to get marketed like a marvel movie like sure. black adam you know that teaser trailer came out mm-hmm. the flash's teaser trailer has just come out the batman's full trailer has just come out with robert pattinson's batman is that really going to be a movie i mean because that's still to me yes. that's still up in the air yes they i think they ha- i don't know if they finished production but they they've reconciled. He and the director have they figured out a working relationship to get through the movie. I do know that much. Okay. So anyway, we love movies on these podcasts. We do. We <laughs> do. I'm a huge movie guy. So you look at. I think that that's one of the big things, and I think that's also why you have a lot of these modern horror films that don't take risks because. There is this format established sure. by Scream and by sure. Halloween and by Friday the 13th. And they run with it because they know that they're going to make money. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's, that's why they're, they're making these mo- exactly. they're, That's why they're making these movies. The studio isn't going out here to say, we want to make art. We want to entertain people. They're going out here, yes, we want to do those things, but our first goal is money. Right. So what's what do we know is going to make money as our priority? And then is it entertaining? Then is it telling a story? Then is it artistic? Right. You know, so... And not every studio is that way. Not every movie that's produced by a studio is that way. But that's how the industry is. The industry wants to make money. It's Mm. motivated by money. What's going to make money? What is a safe investment? Mm -hmm. What can we pour $100 million into? And get a billion-dollar franchise out of. Exactly. Yeah. Um, with, With that said... um. So, so now there there is one major exception, I think. Okay, when it comes to the horror genre. Okay, and I can't think of the name of it. Oh okay. gosh, it's not Insidious. It's um, it's the one with Patrick Wilson. They visit the haunted house in Massachusetts or wherever. Annabelle horror? No, maybe Annabelle. Yeah, that one, The Conjuring. Is yeah, it, is that it? That yeah. franchise. Yeah, that's been that's been a recent. Yeah, that's come been up. A, yeah, it has, it has, and and those aren't bad movies, but it's almost it, it it gets into that 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 feeling of let's just milk this cow as long as we can, yeah, and then you know once you know be able to call it done whenever it just finally isn't. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But there's been some good story come out of that. Oh, there I, has. I feel like there has. You know, um, oh, Poltergeist. Yeah, I love the original Poltergeist. Yeah, um, seventies or eighties. What do you mean? When did that come out? Uh, I think it's late seventies. Late seventies as well. 
the late 70s man feels like a a blossom of period horror. well it really for, was because horror, the horror well, genre it's kind of like you know those stupid uh twilight movies you know they they kind of produced all this other stuff like the zombie craze of, yeah. of the late 2010s Oh, okay. So it was early '80s. But that um, that time period, you know, you look go from '76 to '85. I'm saying all that it's because everything's cyclical. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I told you this on the phone, and I and I and we didn't get in a deep conversation about it. I refuse to watch a horror film that is not at least rated R. I don't feel like a horror film can be a good horror film without it being rated R. Although Scream may actually fall into that, I can't remember. I don't think so. I think they said the F word a couple of times. So that probably, that you automatically know, bumps you into, into rated R, if not, I'm not mistaken. Not, it, not It used to be. It used to. It used to be. But now you can get a PG-13 rating if you say it. Like you can say the F word one or two times. Yeah. Now and still get a PG-13 rating. But, uh. Yeah, but see, that's still. And I think you can, can you say it on TV now? No. No. You can say, you can say S and you say BS and you say GD. With no problems, which that's a whole nother. I sent you a thing the other. Or I tweeted out a thing the other day. Did you see that about yes. the Leave It to Beaver? Yeah, the it was toilet. Coming, it was, the it toilet. Was, yeah, the toilet. They, the CBS censors, whenever that episode come out, didn't want to show the toilet, and that that episode didn't get aired for so long until they finally come to a compromise. And said, okay, you can show you can show the tank, but don't show the actual scene part of it. Yeah, like think well, about. I think that. I think the first time a toilet shown flushing in a film was in the other day. was in uh i can't remember because you've asked me about it oh uh <laughs> what movie was that i don't, I don't even know what you just did <laughs> you know with the knife and the she's in the shower and it's the sun and the british director what's his name they use chocolate syrup as the blood and it's black and white movie and it's one of alfred hitchcock yeah you know what it's the name I can see the movie in the my birds. head. And, no, gosh, <laughs> you! It's one of the most famous like horror movies. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking. I can't think of the name of it though. Uh, Carrie, Carrie, if she's listening to this episode and not not left me by now, she is screaming out the name of this episode yes. as we're looking for it. Psycho. There you go. Psycho. There you go. Ah. Anyway, see, I think that was the first time a toilet flushing was shown on. Screen. Uh, fun fact. You know the first... Okay, two fun facts. You didn't know you were going to listen to this episode and get toilet facts. You didn't know that. <laughs> uh, speaking of toilet facts, did you do you know the first movie to allow audible flatulence? I don't think I do. Blazing Saddles. Really? Yep. And so that that initially in the theatrical release, they didn't they didn't leave it in there. They wouldn't leave it. They wouldn't allow it. So they. When everybody stood up, they just stood up. Nobody knew what was going on. They just sat back down. Like, can you imagine watching that? Like, what are and they that doing? joke probably yeah, didn't it, land. It, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and the first television couple to be shown in the same bed together? Ricky and Lucy, I don't know. No, they were in separate beds. That's right, they were. Um, Fred and Wilma Flintstone. Are you serious? 100%. Wow. Wow, look at how far we've come. Yeah, Ooh. I know. That's what I'm saying. Ooh. So... Um, now you turn on HBO and you, but it's you know you get everything. So if you get out of that that almost for us anyway golden era of late seventies early eighties horror films, okay, you take that put it to the side, okay, we're gonna call that the golden era. Is there anything that kind of predates that 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 really kind of stands out to you? Obviously, Psycho. Psycho, you know, obviously. But, but here's the thing: what's the line between a thriller and a horror movie? You know, because there are some people that would classify Psycho more so as a thriller, even though there is, you know, kind of murder there. That was 1960. I mean, I mean, what what, what does classify? That's an interesting topic. You know, or suspense. Yeah. You know, because Alfred Hitchcock is known as the master of suspense. Right. So and how would you define that movie? You know, is it is it? Is it almost a precursor to the horror genre? Does Probably. it tee up the horror genre? Probably but it's not horror. Right, I could is see that, that. Is that kind of how you would tell me? Tell me a horror movie right off the top of your head. I mean, off the top of my head, yeah, Halloween. just, just Halloween. go. Okay, all right. So you got Halloween. So you've got a you know a killer on the loose that apparently is somewhat invincible or is invincible, yeah. and you know that to me is a horror film in the in the aspect of you've got something you can't get rid of. Whereas 
a thriller is like almost like a quote unquote real person, you know, that's stalking and killing. But at the end of the movie, that person ends up getting their their just desserts, you know. So the description here from Wikipedia, which is you know a reliable source, <laughs> says that Psycho is a 1960 American psychological horror thriller film. Wow, so it gives it both, okay. Yes. So apparently there is no delineation. Which, I mean, I guess you can, you can you know, genres are, are ethereal anyway. They're, they're not nailed down, but I I don't know, you know. It, it, it's hard. That line's hard to draw on the sand there. It is. It is. Um, back, to my, back to my original question of classic. Like, I've got one in mind, and, and I'm going to tell you, but I just wondered if there was anything. Like, Creature from the Black Lagoon. That was huge. I felt yeah. like old school, black and white. Wouldn't get over today. I get that. Like Dracula in itself probably wouldn't get over today. Now, even yeah. though vampires had their heyday, and now like zombies is kind of the big thing right now. Um, you know, just things like that. Like, what would you consider kind of your favorite classic? Frankenstein. Frankenstein wouldn't get over today. Son of Frankenstein would because it's still funny. Frank, are you talking about the Robert Duvall? I'm talking about movie. just the character, the character of specifically. In See, this. I think a lot of those would get over. You it think just, so? It just depends on how you sell it and ride it and market okay. it. I, I honestly do think there's still a market for those movies, for See, those like, kinds of movies and those genres. The the creature monster movies. Yeah, I think there. I think people still would go watch those. I just think that for so long we've tried to do, we've tried to remake those movies, and we've just done such a horrible job. You know, go and look at. The Mummy with Tom Cruise that they tried to bring yeah. back and it was not it didn't hit and uh, they because you know Universal at one point was going to have like a monster verse right. that they were going to create right sort of similar to the MCU or the DCU where it was just going to be a bunch of horror movies mm-hmm. on a bunch of their classic golden era silver uh, era of of movies back in the 30s 40s and 50s where they were making all these monster movies right uh like like dracula right. like the creature from exactly. the black lagoon and i guess that's kind of where i'm i'm pulling that from like but it didn't hit right yeah and i'm gonna argue it's because they did not tell a good story right the movie well, it's was not like, a good story it's kind of like the godzilla movies they created their own monster verse with that exactly and they've done a fairly decent job of it between it and 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 king kong you know but again it's how much you got to find somebody that cares about the product they're putting out is what it really ultimately comes into. Not somebody that's there to make a movie to make money. You know, and I think that's where a lot of this is lost at. But, like, the the thing that always got me, and there was a 90s remake to this, was The Blob. Do you, you remember The Blob? Have you ever heard of The Blob? I've heard of The Blob, never seen it. Basically, this this creature thing from outer space yeah. that's, like, slime, and as it rolls over stuff, it gets bigger and bigger. And, like, it will just devour people. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it just takes over everything. And, like, that was, like, just one of the, like, holy crap, this is kind of traumatic as a kid watching it. You're like, oh, man, you know, that's it's not cool. Did I ever tell you the thing that scared me to death as a kid was the bad guy from Howard the Duck, that cheesy, terrible... Are you serious? I swear. That thing, that guy, the way he would talk, the way his hair was all messed up and everything, like, he... One of the best Marvel movies ever. I say facetiously. <laughs> speaking of Marvel and speaking of vampires, you know they're getting ready to do the Morpheus, uh, Morpheus movie, right? I did not know that. Yeah, they're getting ready to do the Morpheus movie, but he's not... Te- he's he's almost like an anti-hero, kind of like Venom. You know, Howard the Duck scares me. The Sorry, old I school? Just, I just had to say that. Go go and watch that movie, or just watch parts of that movie, because it's like, it's cringeworthy now. Yeah, it, it, but if like you look the at the costume. bad guy... Yeah, go and look at the bad guy. And and think of hey if I was about four watching this how would I feel? So bad guy. Let's see. Howard the Duck bad guy. Oh, it's old. What's his name? Yeah, from Ferris Bueller. He's the principal from Ferris yeah, Bueller. Yeah, no. Was yeah. he? Yeah, he was. No, wasn't he? Was he? I don't know. Let's see. Anyway, uh, da 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 da. <laughs> he do that a lot. You know that? What? Da 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 da. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did that. <laughs> Ed Gale was Howard the Duck. He was the suit performer. No, not the not the Howard the Duck guy. That's the performer. Tim Robbins. Yes. No. 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 Phil Blumbert, Doctor Walter Jennings, Jeffrey Jones. It's, that's it. Jeffrey Jones. That's who it was. Yes. 
He was Edward R. Rooney in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yep. Charles Dietz in Beetlejuice, yep. Dr. Skip Tyler in The Hunt for Red October. He was in Deadwood. Didn't know that, but yeah, Jeffrey Jones is, is the guy. Jeffrey Jones, who played Dr. Walter Jennings. Okay. Yeah, he he terrified me as a kid. Yeah, I'm looking at why. his picture now and the 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 face, the makeup. And there's probably a ton that I'm forgetting about. You know, Candyman. Candyman was another one. Do you ever watch the old Candyman? You know, they've Man remade movie? that. Have they? They've remade that. What's that guy's name? He did. He did us and get out. Oh gosh, Jordan Peele. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, from uh, Key and Peele. Yes. Really? You know, he he wrote and directed Get Out and Us. Okay. Yeah, he he's won like an Academy Award. Maybe wow. two. Okay. Let's see. But the, I don't know if it's called Candyman anymore. It's probably like Legacy of Candyman or something. It's Candyman movie 2021. Let's see here. Or it might be a show. Yeah, Candyman 2021 horror, thri- horror, horror thriller rated R. It's out now. Where? It's playing in theaters right oh, now. In theaters, okay. Where's it's it released on August twenty seventh this year. It's got an eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Huh. Directed by Nia DaCosta. Yeah. Yeah, it's out. called Candyman. Say it. That's the motto, or that's what's on the po- Yeah, Jordan Peele wrote the screenplay with Wynn Rosenfeld and Nia DaCosta. Nia DaCosta directed. He uh, Jordan Peele also produced. It stars Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, Tayana Paris, Nathan Stewart-Jarrett, Coleman Domingo, Kyle Kaminsky, and Vanessa Williams. Hmm. So, circling back, your your classic, your classic, like if you're three year old Nick and and your parents say, "Hey Nick, what do you want to be for for Halloween?" You can choose one of these silver screen monsters. What would it be? Like, between your Frankenstein, your mummy, you know, like, what what would you con- kind of consider your favorite in that? The Creature from the Black Lagoon okay. always fascinated me. Same, same. Because of the origin story. Okay. Or this, have you, did you see that movie, The Shape of Water? I couldn't because of the title. Yeah. Because there's no such thing as shape of water. It takes the shape of whatever container it's in. Yeah. Because I'm that guy. Like, I'll look at a stupid movie title and say, yeah, I'm not watching that. That's stupid. It was a good movie other than a certain part. Yeah. That I won't talk about on yeah, air. But please don't. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what part I'm talking about? I've, I've yeah. Okay, so, so, yeah, that concept was really interesting to me. Just the idea. I'm, I'm a, again... If you haven't gotten this already, I'm a story guy. And so the story behind that always really kind of fascinated me. Like, how did that monster get there? How is it the way that it is? Why, you know, what's going to happen to it? That kind of thing. Right. So, yeah. Like this idea that there was once this race of sea people that, you know, and this is the last one or whatever the story might right. have been, you right. know, and whether it was made in a lab by the Soviets or whatever, it always kind of fascinated me. Sure. Um, I guess mine, as much as it pains me to even say this, like, I guess mine was always kind of like the werewolf. I always liked the werewolf. This is kind of Yeah, cool. yeah. You know, you, you go Twilight back to... Twilight ruined that for me, I'm not going to lie. What did you think about the original Teen Wolf, the movie with Michael Jordan? I liked it. I mean, as a kid, I liked I it. I didn't realize how bad the production on that movie oh, was until bad. I until I went back and looked at yeah. it recently. Yeah. There are some parts of it that are really good, but then there are some parts of it you're like, wow, this was basically a B movie. Yeah. It really was. Day. It really was. But it became very popular. It it hit really well. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and and you can look at a ton of movies that are like that. To me, um I don't know. The the werewolf genre is just one that just kinda it is what it is. And you can't really go very far with it. You can't. You know, they tried to do some stuff with like uh, Resident Evil. I'm going. I'm going to get there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, they tried to do some stuff with like uh, what is it? Underworld. Yep. Like that's 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 got the lichens, which are the werewolves, and I think it's got some vampire kind of stuff. And you can kind of get into some other see, stuff. The, but see, I get those movies and Resident Evil mixed up because they've got the same aesthetic. Exactly. Like they got the same feel. See now, here here's my 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 
quarrel with the Resident Evil movies. Oh, I can't wait until you let me talk about my issues with them, but go ahead. So the the it, the main issue, and everybody's got this same issue, anybody that's a hardcore gamer, the story doesn't fit the game at all. Like, you play the game, and we've we've reviewed the original Resident Evil, and we plan on doing the, the second one at some point or another, and that might actually be something you and I need to do next week uh, if Hammy's not back by that time is just kind of play through it and kind of talk through it, talk about it. But so you set up this plot line and, and, and the original voice acting was terrible and that's kind of what made it a cult classic. Well, then it got better and better and better and the story just kind of broadened from there. And they they introduced a new character, which that just automatically spells doom, automatically. Um, because no you go intended. Yeah, because you go away from, you go away from the source material like there's sometimes you can go away from the source material. Uh, you know, Walking Dead they added Daryl Dixon. Everybody loves Daryl Dixon. You know, you you introduce this Alice character in the Resident Evil movies, and everybody just absolutely hates her. Now you've got some of the names. You got your Jill Valentine and your Chris Redfields and whatever, but it just it doesn't go over the same because they go so far off the source material. It's like it's almost like the this movie was based on actual events. Like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake with was it Jessica Biel? It was actual events, but it's like that's only one or two things that has added the rest of it, made a movie out of it, and that's kind of what I get get with that. So my my issue with those Silent movies, Hills the same way. My issue with with those movies is that the Resident Evil movies is that they are not. There's nothing about those movies that is any way grounded in any sort of reality. No, the way the story works, the way the movie feels, the way it's put together, the way the Tell characters me how, act. Tell me, okay, I, I get some of that. How is it not? How is it not real? Explain that one. The world, the relationships, the story. Okay, see, because in, in the, the world doesn't feel real. Okay, the relationships don't feel real. Sure, the story isn't really there. Yeah. But see, in the game, it was basically you had this big pharmaceutical company, Umbrella, mm-hmm. that for whatever reason, and, and this is where it kind of gets a little, really, t- to me, they, this, this, and they never really call them zombies, I don't think, but you have these, these undead people, and it's associated with this mansion. Like, why is, why is this pharmaceutical company at this mansion doing this, doing this, doing this? And then it grew from there. Like, and that's kind of, to me, that's like Walmart saying, Hey, here's, here's something that's going to turn everybody into zombies. Let's see what it does. And let's test it out. Like, okay. Or Pfizer, Pfizer. We're not going to get into all that, but you know, and and then it spreads to all of raccoon city. And then it's the police department. And then, you know, they keep going and keep going and keep going. So, Everything they introduced in the first Resident Evil movie kind of ended up happening, but it didn't happen as quickly as it happened yeah. in the movie. So they they didn't like have a starting point. It's just here it is, and it blows up, kind of like COVID. Anyway, I feel like those Resident Evil movies as a, as a, as movies are one dimensional. That's very, just me. Very. That's just me. I don't really feel like the acting's that great, the writing's that great, the world is that well set up. I say so, the same thing about the know. the later episodes of The Walking Dead. Oh, when, when they were going by yeah. the source material, and you know, almost verbatim, it was really good. And then, you know, they started killing off characters that haven't died in the comic books yet. Yeah. And they kind of went Game of Thrones with it. They kind of started doing say, their own thing. Yeah, Game of Thrones. And it just, to me, it didn't get very, you know, it just kind of lost a lot. And whoever they, would have thought that Game of Thrones would have been so horribly. I know. Well, the source material didn't, didn't ever get finished so they didn't know what to do so supposedly he's still working on the source material yeah he'll die before the source material anyway but anyway um welcome to morbid talk with 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 clint and nick on hammond's fan retro review um but yeah i I just call me filet (laughs) but like this is the finally the final season of walking dead like oh is it the final season see that's how that's like I would probably go back and and watch just the high points because that's the one thing about about walking dead was they would talk. Sorry. <laughs> they would talk about things, and like there's very little action. Yeah, but then it became more about reaction more than story. I t- and and the perfect one is where that little girl, I guess, had killed her sister. So Carol made the decision to kill her before she killed somebody else. 
yeah. and she's like, look at the flowers, Lindsay or whatever her name was, and then shot her in the back of the head because she knew that, you know, she was an evil person. Yeah. Like, it went for a shock factor. It was no good storytelling. Like, everybody's like, oh, man, can you believe that? Okay, but tell me what else happened. Well, that that was that was kind of it. Like, okay, you know, that to me is what kind of signified the end of The Walking Dead. Well, it almost kind of felt like to watching. me that, okay. And then Zombie Killer Barbie, but that was another story. Well, what... What was the end goal? Where were they going? What were they doing? What's the goal? You know, obviously the goal is survival. Sure. We know that. That's what they're trying to do. But it seems like, I don't know, to me they just strung it out too long. Right. Like, ultimately that's it. They strung the show out too long. Exactly. It should have ended two or three seasons yes, ago. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I remember in the heyday of the show, you know, you have the Talking Dead. Everybody yep. watched the Talking Dead. Yep. Everybody Same. watched The Walking Dead. Same. It was huge. It was massive. It was great. It was awesome. Everybody was on pins and needles every week. And then it just it went too long. They yep. they should have ended it at the top. Yep. And that, to me, is why like some of these shows on your cable television are so great is because they end them at their, yeah. at their highest point, Breaking Bad. No doubt. Everybody loved Breaking Bad. No and doubt. at its highest point, yeah. they said, okay, we're done. You know, ended on a good note. And ended on a fairly good note. Kind of a cliffhanger. You know, lost, in a sense, is the same way, I feel like. Now, some people argue, you know, and we're not here for that. But, you know, they ended the show when they needed to. Um, there's several that's ended after, like, four seasons. Yeah. Um, uh, Better Call Saul is still going on. I think it's almost kind of run its course the same way. Like, it should have probably ended another season before. Um, you know, just... Everything's got a runtime. You just got to make sure you get the runtime at the exact right moment. Do you think we're going to get another Halloween movie after this one? Well, I know we are, but like I would um, before you to told me years. we are before you told me we are, I would have suggested yes, just because there's been a, a bit of buzz behind it and a lot of advertising on. Well, the, the, you know who wrote this? No, Danny McBride. <laughs> Danny Danny McBride, and it's not just him, but. Kenny Powers wrote this movie. He's one of the most famous people to get behind the remake of this series. Yeah. And he he co-wrote Halloween, the one that came out in 2018. Nice. He co-wrote this one and produced Halloween Kills. No wonder it, the gore is what it is. And now that all makes and, sense now. And now there's going to be Halloween Ends. It's coming out next year at this exact same time period in 2022. Nice. October 14th or something like that. October 2022. Um, before we get out of here, favorite favorite horror film of all time? Halloween. No doubt. The original. Uh, that's the only horror film that I like to watch over and over again. Okay. Um, I, I, I could get behind that. I think the originals of, all, because of, of was, all of those. Let, let, can I go into why real quick? Well, yes. Go for it. So John Carpenter did a really, you know, the whole story of that movie is great because it was basically a B independent movie. Mm. He did the music. He, you know, the story. The direct, it, They were a bunch of rebels making a movie. Sure. Telling a story. Sure. And it turned out to be awesome. Right. It turned out to be a good movie with a lot of heart, telling a story that made sense, that impacted people's emotions. Right. Kind of like Jaws. They weren't making a movie just to make a movie. Right. You know? Kind of like Jaws. So, are we going to do Rex or not? Uh, we will. Uh, my, my favorite has got to be the originals of, of those big franchises. Uh, the original Friday the 13th. I loved it. Um, not Marilyn Elm Street. You need you need to give that one a chance. Yeah. You really do. Um, the original Halloween, and for me, I guess personally, because I, I remember being little when it came out and it being a big, huge thing. The original Scream. I've always liked the original Scream. Yeah. Uh, we'll usually end up watching watching some of those over over the Halloween time. I'm gonna so. recommend. I'm gonna recommend. Uh, oh God, it just left me. Uh, a, a television show that I recently just watched that I was talking to. David Murphy about it, and he's like, well, you don't ever finish watching it when you recommend it. I'm like, yes, I do. Because he, he was I'm really about bad Lincoln, about but... not finishing a show if it's still on air. Yeah. Like, I'll watch it, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I love this. It's great. It's great. And I'll just kind of lose track of it for some whatever reason, and I'm just done with it. Like, yeah, I'm not getting back into that. Oh, I will. Okay. No, this is my recommendation. It's okay. not a TV show. Uh, because I've actually been thinking about this for a while now. Greta Van Fleet. Look them up. If you like classic rock, look them up. Okay. Really interesting band. Kind of out there, but some of their songs are really good. I thought it was the um, 
the 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 lady that used to host Fox News. That's v- Greta, Greta Van, Van Susteren or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why are you recommending? No, Fox? okay. <laughs> no, um, Greta Van Fleet the band. So I really wasn't prepared to recommend anything. I'm not gonna lie. So. If I had to recommend something, I would. Did rec- you just recommend something? Did you just recommend those movies? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. <laughs> you said I recommend. I mean, I didn't would. You? I would recommend that you watch. I mean, I'm telling you, I recommend you oh, go okay. and watch uh, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street again. Oh, I thought. Oh, you're just talking just to me general. directly. Yeah, yeah, just oh, I general. thought you were. That was like your. No, rec. no, no, no. no it's oh, not. okay. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Actual recommendation, though. Uh, ooh, I want to finish on something else real quick. Um. Recommendation this week, or on this episode, this simulcast episode, I'm going to recommend. I'm going to recommend uh, Metroid Dread. Uh, it's a new Nintendo Switch game that's just come out. It's part of the Metroid series. Um, it's kind of got a little bit of a horror theme behind it too, so it fits really? with the episode. It's been ve- it's sold very well, um, and we were that was what we were what Hammy and I were supposed to do on one of the past episodes was review re- was review fusion which was the game before this one that didn't happen uh hopefully it'll happen in the near future uh if not you know we've got halloween time of next year as well so but uh it's it's been a very good game all the reviews on it's been great i can't wait to to actually get around to playing it so uh before we get out of here uh top we'll go top five top five halloween candies off the top of your head, just I, go. I'm going to be controversial here. You don't like Halloween candy. No, I do. Okay. But I'm going to be controversial. Okay. Peanut M&M's. Okay. Does this have to be in any specific order? No, no, okay. no. Just, just right. five. All right. Peanut M&M's. Uh-huh. Regular M&M's. <laughs> okay. M&M minis. M&M minis. <laughs> Peanut butter M&M's. Uh, Reese's Pieces. Okay. Candy corn. Ooh, controversial! I told you. There's a controversy. I told you. I too love candy corn. I love it. I do. I do too. Why do, bra- why do people I hate don't, on no, it? Everybody hates the pumpkins, on it. The candy the corn little pumpkins? cream pumpkins. Oh man! And I love like the branches version. Of, yes, because it's made with honey. Exactly. And it's a little sweeter. Too. It's yeah. so good. I don't know why people hate that. That's gonna be my number one. That's probably my favorite. I think it's my number of, in terms of not just candy overall, but Halloween candy. But candy yeah, corn definitely. Yeah. Uh, but but as far as Halloween candy goes, um. I, I really like the the Reese cups the just any of the seasonal ones especially. Why don't they do a Reese cup pumpkin? You they, know, do. they do Christmas. Tree. They oh, do. do they? Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't know. That. I tell you what though, for whatever reason, the eggs are the best. I don't know if it's because it the, it, the it's chocolate seasonal peanut ratio. I don't know if it's chocolate peanut butter ratio or if it's because it's seasonal and they're just fresher. So like if you uh, get that's true because like the Christmas trees are pretty good too. So like I don't know if it's because it's fresher. It may not been on the store shelf as long, whatever. Yeah. But. Um, I'll go with those two Skittles, obviously, because I like the red ones. And oh shoot, I, I like I, Starburst too. I'm not a big Starburst guy. The pink ones. Bad. I like the uh, Starburst Jelly Bellies though, or Jelly Jelly. Yes, Bellies, absolutely. Those are so good. Um, a lot of people don't like them. Uh, I remember not liking them when I was a little, but Dad used to always like them, so I used to always give them to him. Was the peanut butter, um, the black and and orange candy that. Nobody yeah, not, ever liked. Not a big fan. Really? Not a big okay. fan. Okay. Uh, and then, and back in the day, man, before everything had to be packaged, we used to get popcorn, homemade popcorn balls. I, I those things were great. Yeah, man. those were with the with the sweetness and the and the what are they? What are they? Oh, caramel, caramel. Yeah, yeah. dude. Gosh, absolutely. Uh, and I like candy apple or caramel apple. Which one you want? <sighs> caramel. I like candy better. Caramel. I like candy better. Yeah. So, and we used to get some of those homemade treats, man. So, so. Mache makes this caramel sauce dip. Mm. It's a dip, and then she'll slice up apples. Mm. Like when we go over there for a bonfire or something, and and it'll be sitting there in the kitchen, and she'll make like these these ham and cheese sandwich things. Mm. And I go to town. I'll come inside, go use the bathroom, come in, eat eat on it a little bit, go back out, hang out, come back inside, eat it, mm. go back. You know, it's awesome, dude. Yeah, Only just, in the fall does she do that. Never. Just throwing that out there. I've never been invited to a bonfire. But anyway. Neither have I. <laughs> you just showed up. I just well, I just welcomed myself. <laughs> hey, I'm here. <laughs> deal well, with it. Well, good deal. Good deal. <laughs> well, um, as far as talk or go home, uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, as far yeah, as we're, we're getting towards the end of season four. We are. We are. Uh, talk or go home. Ham and Spam. We've got so. several more episodes. We owe you guys a couple episodes. I promise we will get those out there to you. Um, it might be more of me, so get ready. Yeah, go ahead and get ready. I don't know how how long Hammy will be on the sideline, but uh, 
we're going to make sure we get back into some video games as well. And um, Hammy, once again, hope you get feeling better, buddy. Uh, you know, if you talked about some strategy games, I might actually come on and talk video games. But I don't know if there's do any that. really. I don't know if there's any strategy games that have a horror aspect or a uh, uh, Halloween aspect. I don't think there are. So anyway, but I'm talking at any point in time. Ooh, I know what I could have recommended you know instead of that crap I recommended. What did I recommend? I don't, I don't remember. remember. <laughs> how crazy is that? <laughs> I shows you how much I was paying yeah, attention to that conversation. The Long Halloween on HBO. Watch it. Oh, absolutely. There part you go. one and part two. There you go. Absolutely. Probably one of the best animated Batman things. <laughs> TV show or movie? Ooh, yeah. Pro- did you just I, go there? I, I did. I just I made that statement. Well, for David Murphy, that's for you, uh, Nick. You and I got to talk after this. So, yeah. um, guys, we appreciate it. Uh, thanks for tuning in to both podcasts on this simulcast. Uh, and to finish up in typical fashion, remember you can always talk or go home. What are you eating? Are you eating ice cream? No, I'm eating uh, Cheetos.